Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to Kanalili's. Once again, Kanalili's is a place where women come out stronger. They go through the fire, but come out, as one preacher says, on fire. On fire to tell the world about what they've learned. Looking at the Samaritan woman, she actually learned of her skill as an evangelist. When Jesus stamped his identity on her and said, you know what? You are accepted and you are loved. You are loved just in the mess that you are with the escapades that she'd had with men looking for solace and acceptance. And she found her meaningful life right in there. Jesus said, I know you more than you could ever imagine. And I still love you. You who was rejected. You who was, as a people, rejected. Yet, she became his tool of evangelism. God has a plan and a purpose for rejection. When people reject you, it is your salvation. It is your ticket to the next level. You got rejected so that you could get to greater. So that you'd accomplish your mission. People rejected that woman. They probably thought she was a prostitute. They talked behind her back. But she became their salvation. Look at Joseph. He was sold by his own brothers. His own brothers, they wanted to kill him. They didn't like him. They wanted to kill him, but he became their salvation. He's the one that was prime minister at the time when they needed food. There was a famine. It was his idea that kept them alive. If they hate you, it is your promotion. It is your ticket to greater. If they shut the door behind you, they shut you out then it's time for you to get your own house. It means that you are being rerouted to the right cause. You had lost the way and you needed that experience to know who should not be in your circle. Someone said, delete the circle. God is not short of ways of turning things around. Look at Daniel. Daniel, they crafted a whole policy against him. They crafted it knowing he wouldn't meet the bar. He wouldn't qualify. They would give him a death sentence by crafting something that worked against him because already they knew he didn't meet the standard that they would stipulate with that thing they were crafting. And then they threw him in a lion's death. How much more of a death sentence do you need than a lion's death? den a den full of lions and they put him in there but he survived and they they who crafted that thing against him when it was their turn to be thrown in as punitive damage they they paid with their lives for what they had done to daniel before they could even reach the bottom of the den the lions had pounced and devoured them them and their families, Haman, Haman set up gallows to kill Mordecai. 
because of envy, because of jealousy, just like Joseph's brothers, they were jealous. Haman was envious. He distrusted Mordecai. He disdained him. He looked down upon him and he wanted to get rid of the entire race of people that were related to him. The whole race are genocide because of one man. But guess what? Mordecai hung on his own gallows. Mordecai hung on his own gallows. Yes. I mean, look at these people. Joseph despised, rejected. Daniel, his own cadre, his own colleagues conspired against him because they were jealous. You know what? Those people were pushing you out. They don't match up to you. That's why they hate you. Because they know you're special. So God is getting you out of there so that you can discover the true you. Abraham was told to get out of Haran. He got out without knowing where he was going. But God needed to give him his blessing, him alone as Abraham. It had nothing to do with his whole family. His destiny was his own. He needed to distinguish himself by knowing God for himself. So if they hate you, you know what? God will deal with them. You walk with God. You trust in him. So they crafted a whole policy and restructured you out. It's okay. So your family rejected you. It's fine. God has greater plans for you. So your clique, those wicked people who gossip all the time, don't want anything to do with you, the better because God doesn't want you to have anything to do with them too. Because where you're heading cannot be corrupted by them and they have no right or claim to the blessing that God is about to give you. They can't say they did it. They can't say it was because of them. So God must remove those associations. He must remove them so that you can disassociate from pollution, from corruption, from wickedness. It is for your good. It is for your good because God calls you to greater. Your salvation is here. That is what it means to be saved. Jesus saved us by his blood from the kingdom of darkness to light through his death and resurrection. But you must also in likewise manner be redeemed from darkness and dark people and dark association that can be a painful experience because you think that they should love you or accept you but it's only for your good that they don't so don't worry about it if they hate you it's all good the better the better for you because god has something greater for you you stick with god you remain faithful to him. He will carry you through. If you need to fast and pray on what to do, then pray about it. But don't get stuck 
in feeling lesser than or as if you lost anything. You didn't lose anything. Even Joseph told his brothers, if it wasn't for this, if it wasn't for you selling me, I was meant to come and save you from a famine. His concept is what saved their lives. His idea. So God has greater for you. You don't need to worry about that. And he will carry you through over the chasm to the place he really needs you to be positioned right where you ought to be. That's right. That's where you ought to be. Where God wants you to be is where you ought to be. God bless you and see you in the next recording. Bye for now. Good afternoon or good evening, whatever time you're joining. Thank you for coming on to listen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. So this is uh, stretched and I'm going to be um, classifying this or putting this under Kana Lilies on Facebook. So if you want, you can go over there and check it out. There are more videos there as well. So it's not just podcasts. I am in the process of almost completing this particular series on Stretched. And we've been talking about how ladies especially have the power and capacity to remain bold and calm under pressure. And not just remaining to see through the pressure, but to learn a few things that we can teach others. So, God going through the fire or coming through the fire on fire to teach others on fire having learned something of benefit which you can always teach so this is a movement really of teaching others from what you've experienced so today's topic is benefits then friends cut out for success benefits then friends cut out for success now we've heard about the term benefits friends with benefits right but the thing about us are we want to see the benefit first before we can call somebody a friend benefits than friends if i can see that you have given me a benefit then i can call you a friend because You came to my birthday and you gave me a nice dress. But when we are cut out for success, you offer friendship through benefits first. You offer a benefit to somebody. You're the one that is on the giving end, not on the receiving end. Now it's up to them whether they want to be your friend or not. But we ought to be those people that don't wait to always be receiving so that people can call us their friends. You should be always giving and giving freely with no frills attached. That is true success. Is when you don't need a tag or you don't need a label for you to help somebody. You don't need to label them. 
as a friend. You don't need to label them as this and that. You offer them freely, especially when you have realized that freely you've been given. It is from this wide pool of giving and gifting that people like um, Dockers benefited in the Bible. And the people were so sorry that she left or that she died that they needed her badly, also known as Tabitha. They needed her to be uh, resurrected and they called Peter because she had been giving freely. She had been giving freely. She wasn't looking for people who would pray her back to life. But that's what happened. They needed her so badly that Peter had to raise her back because of their sorrow at losing this angel in flesh. And so it is with us. Our benefits should proceed and go before our name. And that is our true value. What you've done should precede you. And that is success. When people can remember you for something that you did for them. And you didn't expect any payment. And you are not even their friend. They'll say, you know what? God bless that woman. She didn't even know me. And she sent me 5,000 bob. She sent me a scarf. She sent me a shawl. She took my children to school, even if it was for just one term. You need to start to accumulate bonuses. What in Kenya we would relate to as bonga points. You need to accumulate bonuses in heaven. Not in worldly terms, but in heaven. Because that is where your name will count if it registers. If your name registers in heaven, blessings upon blessings which you had not earned because you didn't earn that blessing. It was because of the people that prayed for you that you were blessed. I remember sitting somewhere for a class and they had invited an alumni to speak. And this particular alumni was a public figure. She's called Caroline Motoko, right? And Caroline was speaking and saying how she had helped mothers in paying school fees for their children um, in a slum area, I believe. And she kept referring to that uh, blessing of these women, if nothing else, the intangible asset of the prayers from these women that paved way for what she believed was her favor from God, if nothing else, because of what she was doing for these women and their children. It's important that we realize that that is true success. When we can say that we paved way for somebody else, that we helped them, but even it's not us who will say, they're the ones that will attest to it. And there's nobody who can bring you back to life. But because of the prayers of those women whom Dockers or Tabitha helped out, she was brought back to life to continue her work. There are dire situations that only the prayers of people 
will rescue you because of the works that have gone ahead of you into the registers of heaven, creating a name for you. The good acts of charity, the good words spoken, the encouraging words, the deeds of kindness, of love, of mercy, the invaluable things that only those people that you have touched can ever say, can ever attest to how good God has been because of you or through you. So you want to be the person that doesn't rely on the benefits you're obtaining directly, but you sow into the future, sow into the future, invest in people for the future, See that your kindness and your goodness is of far greater value or benefit than you will ever afford to pay for, ever. So don't struggle with it. Don't struggle. And sometimes it doesn't cost much. If the Spirit of God leads you, follow Him. If the Spirit of God impresses upon you to help, do it. Do it. If you can do it consistently, do it. If that is the will of God for you to keep up with giving and doing for them, then you do it because it will all come back around. Press down, shaken together, running over. Thank you for listening and be blessed. Have a good day.